I have officially hit the baton. Hello. The what? Hello. Hello. What'd you hit? Hello. Hello. All right, I'm ready. For what? I'm hitting record. Thought you did that already. Yep. <coughs> hello. <coughs> hello. 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 <coughs> hello. There it is. Hello. 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 Joe, I heard you came up with a, a New Year's song. Uh, what's it called? Happy New Year. I didn't come up with that, but it sounds like it's not that clever. So you're not clever? No, no, no. No, I'm just saying it wasn't me. I'm saying it was, wasn't me that came yeah. up with that uh-huh. unoriginal, not clever song name. Yeah, keep telling yourself that. What? You can't even 1v1 me. So you'll 1v1 me in the game that you can't 1v1 me at. I, I will 1v1 you. <laughs> Cast Royale, the Clash Royale podcast for casual players. I'm Rob. And I'm Joe. And this week, we discuss our weeks in the arena, the Ram Rider, the changing meta, and more. Boom. Boom! And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, CLNSmedia.com, or wherever you get your podcasts, we hope you enjoy the show. Episode 76, baby, let's go. We are closing out the old year. To bring in the new year. Are you excited? I am excited, actually. 2018 kind of flew by, you know what I mean? It did. Well, it always flies by when you look at it in retrospect. Hindsight. Right. We should have had hindsight. We should have. <laughs> I'll tell you, if I would have had hindsight for everything that would have happened to me this year, before it happened, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be real good. Did you come up with a New Year's resolution? Did you come up with a New Year's resolution? I asked you first. Little brother never leads. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't. <laughs> Neither did I. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I feel like the only thing that I can say that's appropriate for the podcast is for me to be a little bit more patient with the, with the games that we play. I feel like sometimes I get really angry at myself and other people, and like we always say, it makes us want to throw our phones like ninja stars. I think I'm going to start treating the games that we play as just that, games that we play. I like that, actually. Isn't that good? I do. I like that a lot. That way you don't get like too heated over video games, right? Like, video games are supposed to be the, the thing that isn't real. Right. Right? Like, no reality involved. Yeah, maybe you're in, like, a community, right? Maybe there's, like, real friendships that you generate. But, like, at the end of the day, it's the place that you're supposed to be able to go to to get away from all that stuff. You know? Like, anger and stress right people <laughs> humans other <laughs> things that are alive yeah. <laughs> you want to know what mine would be if i actually i'll make one right now ready this is on the fly right on the fly it would actually be to be more present like put the phone down a bit more and like be more mm. present in like everything else that we do yeah that's a good resolution i can easily say that i am addicted to using my phone and playing video games so uh, if I could just be a little bit more present, put the phone down, you know, listen a little bit more, I think that would be better. So that would be my on-the-fly swag sauce McGillicuddy, bada bada, boom. Supercell's making that real hard with that brand new game that they came out with, though. Dude. It's ridiculous! I am loving Brawl Stars. Me too. I think, obviously, Clash is our favorite game, and, you know, we have to play it because we're doing our show about it, but, like, Brawl Stars is, like... Dude, it's such a good game. It's so well made. I mean, the thought process behind each character and the interactions between them and the different maps and the different modes and the boss fights. I mean, they have like, it's so cool. And to be honest with you, dude, I love the fact that the matches are pretty much like two minutes or less. Um, and after the two minutes or less are over, no matter what just happened in that last game, it's over. Like you have no time to think about it. Right. You just go right into the next one. And just restart, reset, that's it. <laughs> the game's like Pringles, man. Once you pop, just don't stop. Mm-hmm. How many characters do you have? 
So I have 14 of 22 Ooh. right now. I don't have either of the two mythic characters. I don't have any legendaries. Dude, I am legitimately slacking. Ooh, no good, no good. But I'm still having a ton of fun without those. I just can't wait till I unlock them because I just want to, like, go ham. You're trying to brawl. Are you trying to 1v1? I will 1v1 you in Brawl Stars. Is that possible? Can you do that? No, you can't do that. So you'll 1v1 me in the oh. one game that doesn't allow us to 1v1 each other. You're right. No, but you know what we could do? We could create a friendly match and each be on a team with two bots. Oh, then you'll lose. Prove it. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot. I cannot. You will not beat me. You know why? Tell me. Because I have two legendaries. Mm. Mm-hmm. I actually have 19 out of 22 characters. I'm only missing one legendary and the two mythic characters. Wow. That's fantastic. I really want Crow. Yeah, Crow's pretty cool. I want Leon. Leon's dope, dude. Him and his assassin moves, they're so cool. Well, one day. Something to look forward to, you know? Yeah, 2019 is going to be a big year for you. I would hope so. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, um, we kind of skipped this, but how was Christmas? Dude. Forgot about all that. It only happened a couple days ago. I know at this point, right? So Christmas was awesome, right? I spent some time with the wife's family and, and the in-laws and had a great time. You and I were together. We, we spent time with mom and dad, all of our family. I mean, it was just a, a great time. Get away from work, get put everything aside, you know, just kind of enjoy the holiday with everyone and eat food, exchange gifts and be with each other. I mean, it was a really great time. We really did have a nice time, and it was also absolute chaos. I feel like our our house, not our house specifically, but the houses that we go to on Christmas are always like a circus. You could do whatever you want. You could say whatever you want. Nobody gives you any problems about anything that you're doing, and everybody's there to just have a good time. Well, those are the most fun to be at. That's true. That's true. But most importantly, I got to see you. Boom, dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Boom Bros were brought back together. Wow, that was so close to really good alliteration. I love that. That's what I go for. And I did that on the fly. What can I say? Boom. I know. You're an on-the-fly kind of guy. That was rhymey. We're, we're on a roll today, man. We should <laughs> just move on before that stops. <laughs> you, know when you, stay, you know when you stay up really late and you start getting like your second win, but you're very slap happy? Oh, yeah. That's how I feel at the end of 2018. Really? Yeah. I just feel like... Tonight's going to be wild. <laughs> this entire episode is going to be full of <laughs> s- silly puns and things that aren't funny that we just laugh at. Wait, so the whole episode is just going to be a bunch of dad jokes. Hey, Rob. Yeah. You got to crack a couple eggs to make an omelet. <laughs> you do. Well, enough with the introductions. How was your week in the arena? Week's been really good. Yeah? How? Like really good. Like really, really good? Like, like Donkey from Shrek? Really, really good? Like that kind of good. Yeah, that kind of good. All right. And then immediately after that kind of good, terrible. Right. Well, I mean, that's what happens when you peel open an onion. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So this week, dude, I hit my new personal best of 53.17. What? Dude. Yeah, man. I think last episode I hit just over 5,200. And I don't know what it was. was, I'm using Pompeo's Papaya, the balloon cycle deck, and I just went on a tear an absolute tear i think i won like nine out of ten games and i just got all the way up to 5300 trophies um just above that and then i was really nervous to play another game but i was like you know what i'm on a roll why stop a good thing in the middle of the good thing happening why wouldn't you think that yeah naturally i'm like this can only get better right right yeah like clearly the only thing in my vision at the time was the the blue icon Right, because the the fifty two hundred and above is the the hammer, the gray oh, hammer, the right, silver right, hammer, right. Yep. and then you know above fifty five hundred is the the blue icon, and literally that's all I was seeing. Every time I would hit the battle button, that's that's the vision that I had. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep. Okay. So fast forward about three minutes after that little event. So one game. One game. Yep. Got three crowned. <laughs> fast forward about an hour. Yeah. And I literally death spiraled down to 5,000 trophies. Oh, man, that stinks. It was a terrible feeling. I mean, I was like very slowly, like the the slowest you can ever imagine climbing my way back up. But I don't know if I'll ever get there again. It was a tremendous feeling. I enjoyed it for, a, you know, a whomping total of maybe 35 seconds. Right. And uh, 
it was a good time. But yeah, that was my week in the arena. But the clan, the clan is doing better than I am. Um, we actually hit our personal best in clan wars. We are currently sitting at forty two hundred and ten trophies. So nice. That is our highest, and we are currently still there. So no big, you know, trophy death sparrows for the clan. Just me. Good job, Cast Royale too. Boom, dude. Not not Joe. It pro- it probably had nothing to do with Joe. Most of the time, doesn't have much to do with me. Right, because you keep getting pitted against people that always beat you. Well, yeah. I mean, remember when we were hanging out the other day and you're like, yo, you got to watch this. It's ridiculous. Every time I play a war match, I just get knocked over. Yeah, but that's because of the collection day battle. So right, right, right. right. Co- collection day battles are crazy, man. Like, I only like to play the classic decks and the uh, draft challenges. Now, those two modes go by your war day wins. And because I have a, a lot of them, mm-hmm. like, I think I'm at 107 war day battle wins. I get matched up versus people that are like way too good at this game. Mm-hmm. Understandable. And I lose 90% of my collection day battles. See, so I was, I mean, 90% loss. Yeah. That's a lot of loss. Pretty terrible. Yep. It's pretty close to 90% of the time it works every time. <laughs> Only the wrong way. Right. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, that's been my week in the arena. How about you? Uh, mildly uneventful, just because, like you said, we've been really busy over the last week, week and a half because of the holidays and, you know, family being over and whatnot, but I did manage to get, not to my personal best, but I did manage to break 4,800. Nice! Yeah, so I'm sitting at 4,812 for the season right now, so that's pretty cool. Um, and I got another Inferno Dragon from a war chest. You trying to trade? No. I mean, yes, but not with you. Wow. Why, why, why waste a token? And you have to come into my clan. Well, time out. Why waste a token? That, that just assumes that I don't have a card that you might want, Mr. Mm. Waste a Token. Mm. Mm-hmm. You, need the, you need the eye drag? I'm playing Pompeo's Papaya. Let's play Let's Make a Deal. <laughs> <laughs> you give me one Inferno Dragon and 25 cents. More than that. And I'll give you... Maybe like $10. A Sparky. 10 bucks. You're going to give me a Sparky? Yeah. You got to give me $100 if you're going to give me a Sparky. Wow. I'll take my log, though. The truth <laughs> of Rob's feelings towards Sparky well, I mean, yeah. just came out. Christmas is over. I, I'm, I'm not as cheery anymore. That's true. You know, that, that limbo between Christmas and New Year's, nobody knows what to do. So this is like purgatory. Exactly. We're stuck here. Till the first. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and speaking of clans, uh, Casrael 1 is at... Our personal best of 4,024 trophies. Boom. Mm-hmm. So uh, really proud of the crew. So you know what that means, right? What? It means that the Cast Royale clans, rocking and rolling, moving and grooving, <laughs> hipping and hopping, high-flying and limousine riding, baby, let's go! That's a fact. And you know what else is a fact? You know what you just did right there in that moment in time? Yeah, what? You just made, from our Discord, you just made Robot's Day. Really? Yeah, because he messages me that all the time. He sends me DMs and he'll go, yo, Rob, you know what we're doing? You know what we're doing? And I'm like, rocking and rolling. And he goes, rocking and rolling. And he says the whole thing, right? I can't do it as good as you. But um, yeah, he does. He says it all the time. It's so good. Nah, dude, Robot's the man. Him and his brother Bomber. They're like the, they're like the, they're like the mini boom bros. You, you don't remember what I said that they were? They are the mini boom bros for sure, because they have a bomb and a robot. I think that's good. But you know, you remember how I described them previously? Tell me. The two twin cars from Transformers. Oh my gosh, that is them. It is them. I just feel like they're doing backflips, landing on cars, folding their arms, and leaning back with swag. With definitely with swag, and then they dab at the end. Yeah, that's bomber and robot. Boom. If you if you want to talk to bomber and robot, join the clans or talk to them in Discord. That's very important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, we actually didn't continue to climb in the trophy rank for the clan because we took a break for Christmas. I wanted everybody to just kind of relax for a little bit because I had a strong feeling that even if we did do our wars, participation would be very low. Yeah, no, I I totally get it. We did not do that, but definitely had lower participation this week than uh, most weeks. So totally get it. Yeah. So, I mean, whatever. Now we're doing them and we're going to keep climbing. So we'll see what happens. Boom. Mm-hmm. So not too much has happened in the game. However, we did get a couple of special offers in the shop and a new holiday tournament. Yeah, we did. Dude, 
The Tis the Season special offers are so good, especially with the new card and the new emote. Like, I really like that they keep doing these one-off emotes. You know, I really like the the single emotes. I love the fact that they're doing the the tiered offers, right? Like, if you just want to spend a dollar, you can. If you want to spend five or 20 or 50, I mean, you can go real hard and spend the 50 and get a ton of stuff, right? Like, a few tokens. Yeah. You got a ton of gold. I think it was, like, over 200k gold. There was, you know, 5,000 gems or something like that. I mean, it's pretty insane amount of stuff that you can get. Yeah, also, um, to get the emote, it was only $10. I was pretty impressed with that. Right, not 20, right? And not for separately, like, by itself on its own for 250 gems, right? Like, it's just a different way to purchase it. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, I really liked it, too. Um, and, it, dude, let's talk about this holiday tournament. Yeah, so th- this one was different than any other one that we had so far, right? This was not tourney capped at 9. Um, it was actually level capped at 10. Um, so King Tower and Troop level, Spell level, um, Max level was level 10. Um, also, it was double Elixir. Yeah. Tons of fun. You saw Golem a ton. You saw Graveyard a ton. Furnaces, Pekkas. Yeah, like the meaty guys. Right? Like yeah. The things that usually are better in double elixir time um, are the decks that shine in this mode. Um, you know what decks you didn't see a lot of? Hmm. Two different kinds. One, Spellbait, and two, Hogrider decks. Ooh, yeah, that's a good point. I really didn't see many, and when I did, I beat them. Yeah, because usually those two decks shine in the first part of the match when their cycle happens faster than yours does, and you can't get to your big guys fast enough to you know combat the the hog. But in heavy decks, you may have multiple options to deal with the hog, um, and so you can just keep up and double elixir time all the time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're you're constantly in that quote unquote double elixir time, so um, it just made it a lot easier to deal with. But I mean, if you look at the, I think the top guy in this tournament right now has a hundred wins and two losses, which is absolutely ridiculous. Um, and he's using a pretty sweet deck that I think we're going to maybe spotlight in a little bit. So I'll keep that a secret for now. But the two decks that I saw work the best were Golem and Graveyard. So, you know, it's funny, you know what I took into the arena for the tourney? Mortar Mahler, definitely. Of course. Yeah. And you know, I, I actually, I mean, I didn't do great, but I thought I did pretty good. You got how many wins? Eight? Eight, yep. Yeah, I got seven, which I nice. thought was pretty good, yeah, for the Mortar Mauler. Um, and I actually have a really good time playing the Mortar Mauler in anything that's not single elixir time, right, standard time, because the Mortar deck is so fast, I find that if I can get it to the point where I can get two Mortars out and just overwhelm my opponent, they don't really know what to do, unless they find a way to overwhelm me, which, obviously, that happened four times, right? So Yeah, no, it's definitely a good deck. What did you think of the rewards? Uh, I thought the rewards were, were really good. I thought like a bunch of different kinds of chests. I didn't pay for the the uh, bonus rewards like with the gems, but I thought like I, you know if I got more than eight wins, I you know might have thought about it. I gotta be honest. I'm 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 almost never going to spend the gems on something like that unless I somehow miraculously get all the wins that give me the rewards from the bonus. I don't think I need all the wins, but like if I get like a, I think the best that I've ever gotten in a global tournament was 13 wins. So like 13 wins, you maybe get an extra, you know, 10 to 13 rewards. That's pretty solid. Um, you know, like you can easily get more rewards than the 500 gems that you may have spent or 250 gems, whatever, you know, whatever it turns out to be. Right. Um, but you know, I just haven't yet. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm really excited. I really like this one. Uh, and I'm kind of digging the timing of the tournament so far. It's, I don't know, maybe like once a week so far. Yeah, just about once a week. I think they should be once a week too, right? Because it, you know, it takes about maybe two to three days, four days to play. And then the standings just stay there in the game for like two to three days for people to see, um, which I think is cool. And then they kind of go away for a couple of days and then boom, comes up. Boom. But you know what else we got? Oh, I know. But why don't you tell us? The Ram Rider. Dude, how cool is this card? I think this card is pretty insane, actually. It is pretty insane. Um, and it's a five-cost legendary. When I first heard that this was coming out, I didn't realize that it was a legendary until I won it. And then I was like, what? I think it's the second five-cost legendary, right? Because the, the first one was the graveyard. Right. So I think this card is really crazy. Um, you know, just some background about the card. It's it's a a girl on a ram that has a charge effect like the battle ram would, mm-hmm. um, or the prince would, or the dark prince. 
but it doesn't operate like the Prince or, or the Dark Prince. It actually targets buildings. Uh, so it's more like the Battle Ram. That's why I compared it to that first. So at the end of the day, this card, you know, you got a girl riding a, a ram. It charges up, you know, attacks buildings first. And the, the, the unique thing about this card is when troops, any troop, air or ground, are thrown onto the map, if they're in range of the, the girl, she will throw a bola snare at that target, deal damage to it, and literally snare it. Literally lock it in place. Do you know how long that lasts? I think it's two seconds. Is it? That's so long. And what's crazy about it is that it switches targets. So if, if there's you know three goblins on the floor, she'll hit the first one, hit the second one, then hit the third one before going back to the first one again. Yeah, that's really cool. I really dig this card. Uh, I, I really like it too. I think the, the concept of it, like the game mechanic is really solid. The difference between this kind of, you know, the difference between this card and, you know, call it the, the battle ram, is that when the ram dies, this card dies, right? It's not like the battle ram, once the, the battle ram dies, you've got, you know, two barbarians to deal with. Right. The, the girl by herself is not a separate card. It's Correct. not a separate troop. It's not a separate thing. So once this troop dies, the whole thing is just off the map. Um, just like anything else, you can, you know, throw a log and knock it back or, you know, prevent the stun from hitting with a zap or a freeze or, you know, whatever. But at the end of the day, it's a very strong card. What's crazy about this is, is the snare effect. The snare effect is a unique element in the game. It is the only card in the game and the first card in the game to ever snare something. Now, what a snare means is that the card is literally rendered useless with movement so snares work best on melee troops not ranged troops um they basically prevent the enemy melee troops from being able to get to the ram Mm -hmm. and therefore allow the rider to facilitate the ram getting to where it needs to go right yeah it's preventing damage from attacking the ram but what's crazy is that let's just say that you throw a hog rider right mm-hmm. on the side of the map and it jumps over the you know, jumps over the bridge right if your opponent drops a knight in the middle of the arena what happens the knight just walks over you know five tiles or whatever diagonally until it gets to the hog and starts dealing damage to it right right well not with the ram rider if the person doesn't drop the troop directly in the line of where the ram rider is going it will get stun locked in place and never f- Never make it there. So, I mean, I've I literally have watched a person drop down the Ram Rider on the same side of the map that a person drops their their Pekka, but the Pekka is not in the in the Ram's trajectory, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like off to the side, right? And then it never moves. It never actually can get close enough to swing at the Ram Rider. Ram Rider just gets crazy amounts of damage. It just gets stuck there. Yeah, it just That's gets stuck. Amazing. Now, it's not stunned, right? Like if something was. To walk over to it, it would still hit it, but it cannot move. It's like locked in place. <laughs> yeah, that really is such a cool mechanic. And like you said, it's the first of its kind so far. Right, but now it doesn't impact ranged troops, right? Like it's not going to prevent a musketeer from attacking it because the musketeer is going to have it in range anyway. Right. Unless, of course, it's out of range. Exactly. Yeah. It's really tanky, too. It's really tanky. I mean, dude, if <laughs> I don't know all the different ways that you can use it, but. The pros very soon will, and this thing I've from what I've seen, it's it can be used strategically on defense to create an offensive counter push. It can be used on offense. It can be used merely as a distraction, and that's just the beginning of the pairing or synergies that I've seen. I, I'm I'm excited to see what this card does in the arena, but I am a little bit nervous. I think it's it's a bit strong. I think that the bolus snare, the range on like the the rider girl, mm-hmm. it's the range is a lot like it's it's really she can really reach far um and the bolus snare being at like two seconds is kind of long so you know it's funny dude they hide the stats of the rider in the rider level section in the ram rider card detail so like there's a little eye next to a thing that says rider level and then 10 right you tap the eye and then it says how much damage she does how much range she has and it's 5.5 tiles and the snare duration is two seconds and I don't think they're hiding it in there. I just think, like, you know, based on the the UI, like the user interface, 
they just couldn't fit any more stats oh, on this card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't mean hide like hiding deviously. I just mean hide like it's not up front. Right. Like you got to find it. The only way you'd know if it was two seconds is if you looked at the timer when someone plays it against you or if you, you know, click that button. Right. But I will say I appreciate that it's there because, you know, we always complain that we can't find certain stats on certain things. That's a lot of stuff to kind of throw into one section. Totally agree. Yeah, so needless to say, we, we love the card, but also safe to say, probably a nerf coming? Somehow, right? A little bit, Whether it's yeah. snare duration, range, health, something will happen to this card eventually. Yeah, I, th- I, I almost think you're dead on. I, I wonder if the 5.5 range for the, for the bullet snare is going to be like 4.5. Yeah. Now, now, don't get me wrong. It's not like a broken card. It's not like overtaking the meta and like killing every single thing. It's not like a Night Witch or a Royal Ghost, right? Right. When, when they first came out. Um, but yeah, no, I'm excited. Oh, me too, dude. I can't wait to uh, see how the pros come up with stuff for this. Right, because I can't use this and be good with it. <laughs> you know, here, here's, here's how I categorize this card. <laughs> If a brand new card comes out and I can even be remotely good with that card, it's probably a bit too strong. Right. Yep. That's how I feel. Because there should, <laughs> I should, I, I'm, I'm not good enough where that should be the case. So if I'm decent with the card, people that are way better at this game will make, they will take the advantages that this card brings and just exploit them way better than I can, which then leads to nerfs. Right, especially something like a legendary card, which is technically supposed to have the highest learning curve. I agree. Mm-hmm. Tonight, we're sponsored by Mint Mobile. Joe, the big in big wireless provider stands for a lot of things. Big contracts, big bills, and big fees. Like AT&T's new $800 million administrative fee increase. What big wireless doesn't want you to know is that there's a way to cut your wireless bill down to just 15 bucks a month. Introducing Mint Mobile, the game-changing company that's taken everything wrong with Big Wireless and made it right. And the best part? You can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan. You can keep your old number along with all of your existing contacts. Choose between 2, 5, or 10 gigabytes of 4G LTE plans. No more paying for unlimited data that you'll never use. Every plan comes with unlimited talk and text, and if you're not 100% satisfied, Mint Mobile has you covered with their 7-day money-back guarantee. So, ditch your old wireless bill and start saving with Mint Mobile, and you can save over $1,000 a year without sacrificing quality service. That's right, Rob. And what's even better is that our listeners can now get their new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month plus free shipping on your Mint Mobile SIM card by just going to mintmobile.com cast. That's mintmobile.com C-A-S-T. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month and get free shipping on your Mint Mobile SIM card at mintmobile.com slash cast. Thanks a lot to Mint Mobile for sponsoring our show. All right, dude. I mean, that's it for the news, right? There was nothing else? Yeah, I think that's it. I think so, too. So let's move on to our meta check. Meta check. That's right, guys, and this week, Sir Devin Lloyd Christmas comes to us with a holiday meta check. And Joe, he has a lot to say. That's right, man. This week, our friend Lloyd Christmas, Sir Devin, hit us with the numbers. But first, he wanted to touch on the little riddle he gave us last week. Ooh, did we mess up? No, 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 we didn't mess up. We had a couple of guesses. Remember we had like four, I think it was four guesses, but really you picked one and I picked one? Right, yep. So ultimately, the Ice Spirit was the right answer. But we also said, well, maybe the Fire Spirits, the Ice Golem, and the Skeleton Barrel were like decent guesses. Mm-hmm. Well, he explains that his intent was to actually eliminate the Fire Spirits by saying the word I instead of we within the riddle. Ooh, I didn't realize it was that deep, man. We did not pick up on that. Yeah, I didn't realize that. And he also eliminated the Ice Golem by saying the word I'll hit you or the phrase I'll hit you. Because the ice golem doesn't hit anything other than buildings. I just feel like when someone refers to me, it's, you know, me, my two princesses, and my king and towers and stuff. It's me. It's my side. I agree. And then the skeleton barrel was eliminated because the skeletons actually don't come at it because it's a flying troop, which makes sense as well. Oh, man. There were so many context clues. But he does say, Rob, Mm. they were pretty good guesses, although totally wrong. Uh, No, I, I accept that. 
He also has another riddle for us, but first, we're going to hit the numbers. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. Let's do it. Holiday meta check. Holiday meta check, starting with Nerf Schmurf. Ooh. The Barbarian Barrel checks in as the top card this week. 40% use rate, followed by the Goblin Gang at 36% use rate, and the Zap at the same rate. Wow. Supercell has done a great job incorporating diversity into the top low-cost spells into the game, where it used to be just two cards or one card, dominating the entirety of the meta, log, or zap at any given point in time. We now have a more even distribution of four different low-cost spells that allow people to achieve similar objectives, but each with their own individual benefit, those being the Barbarian Barrel, the Zap, the Log, and the Tornado, actually. Interesting. Some might say, well, wait a minute, where's the giant snowball? Well, that, as of now, hasn't been one of the top four, two, three cost spells that are used by the pros. Interesting. Christmas is over. Nobody's throwing snowballs anymore. That's right. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly, the Battle Ram checks in as the number four card this week with a use rate of 28%. Given how popular the Battle Ram is with three Musketeers decks, it'll be interesting to see how it's impacted with the imminent nerf of the 3M that will be coming at some point, probably rather soon, if there's anything that we've learned from the Rumham's Twitter, who's been explaining all of the differences between the Three Musketeer and the Musketeer and why it's so difficult to balance that card. And dude, you wanna know what's crazy? Tell me. There was a little graphic that was put up. I think it was by, you know, Royal API or Stats Royale, one of those, you know, API sites. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy is every season, or every meta, they put like together a graphic where they take the top decks that are used and they show what each one is countered by and what each one counters the other ones. So envision like a P.E.K.K.A., right? So P.E.K.K.A. decks. Mm-hmm. Well, it'll say how good is it, you know, on like a, a pie chart. It'll say, okay, maybe 10% is 10% P.E.K.K.A. use rate. And it'll say whether the P.E.K.K.A. is good against Three Musketeers or whether it's good against Log Bait, right? Mm-hmm. Three Musketeers, this meta, doesn't lose, theoretically speaking, when played properly, to any, basically, any other meta deck. What? I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? The Three Musketeer decks, Mm -hmm. when played properly, Mm -hmm. versus any other top-tier meta deck, has a much better chance to win. The Three Musketeers themselves usually sit, I think, around a 59% win rate, which is much higher than what Supercell would like. Right. But it's weird because the Musketeer itself is well below that. Actually in the, the 40s. <laughs> um, so if they nerf the three Musketeers, well, then that inherently nerfs the Musketeer. Right. Which doesn't necessarily deserve a nerf. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. So they have to figure out a way to nerf the three Musketeers without impacting the actual Musketeer first. Some may think that you can make cards, well, just, you know, make the Three Musketeer cost more. Well, if you do that, it becomes 10 Elixir, and then you can't mirror it, right? So it basically renders a mirror useless. Mm -hmm. Also, another suggestion that I saw, you know how we have 10 Elixir? Mm -hmm. Well, having 10 Elixir prevents you from being able to have a half of Elixir. For example, instead of something costing 9, make them cost 9.5. Ooh. But you can't because you can only play one whole elixir at a given point in time. Right. A great idea I saw on Reddit was, well, all right, well, why don't we just change the elixir system? Make things, instead of having 10 elixir, let's increase the total elixir to 20. Then you can have the three musketeers cost 19 elixir instead of 18 elixir. Ooh, that's interesting. Right? In theory, you generate the same amount of elixir over the same amount of time, but it's just doubled. Right. And you essentially, you'd be doubling the cost for every card. Every single card. And, you know, maybe a bomber, instead of it costing three elixir, which it currently costs, it would move up to six, right? Yeah. Maybe the answer would be having it at five elixir, which would be like a 2.5 elixir card in now time. <laughs> yeah, that's so, like, true. Think about how you can do that, right? Like just shifting the elixir game. Um might allow you to be a little bit more uh, strategic about your nerfs and buffs. That's true. You know what else they could do, although it's, hmm. it'd be extremely controversial? 
Tell me. It doesn't necessarily have to be three musketeers. It could be two. It could be two, but then you'd have to significantly change the uh, the cost. Right. Well, I mean, it sounds like they need to significantly change something in general. So is it changing the whole game with the elixir count, or is it changing a card? Because they can't figure out a way to make it so that both cards that include musketeers are the same. Not a bad question, but it's not that they'd be changing the, the, the elixir count for just the three musketeers. It would allow them in the future to have halves for any card they release. Oh, yeah, no, 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 that's what I meant. I meant like changing the elixir count for everything in the game in general. Well, if there's one thing that we've learned, I mean, they love to use cards in multiple ways, mm -hmm. right? So if cards that are used in multiple ways, like the minions and the minion hordes or the skeletons from the witch and the, the regular skeletons and the skeleton army, right? Like they're all the same card in different cards. <laughs> right. Um, so if you're going to continue to operate that way and link different cards to other cards, you got to be able to make that specific card different, maybe, without changing the stats of the physical troop. Otherwise, you can run into this issue where you can't balance the three musketeers because it's associated with the musketeer, and now it's overpowered. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I mean, I can't believe you were looking at Reddit again, but good thing you did because there are a couple good ideas there. Well, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. 60% of the time, it works every time. That's right. <laughs> so that's the meta check. Those are the numbers. Obviously, we don't talk about everything, but we will include the numbers within the show notes, so be sure to check them out. If you have any questions, let us know. And we will try to respond. But that is not all, Rob. We've got a riddle. Not only do we have a riddle, but we have two riddles. Two? Two, because they're shorties. Let's go. Yeah. So I'm going to do one. You're going to do two. Okay. So do you want me to read it to you, or do you want to read to me? So I'll read the first riddle to you. All right. Let's do it. Are you ready? Ready. Froze, you won't see me. Rose, you won't flee me. I am very confused. Hmm. I can't even imagine what's going on in your mind right now. Hold on. I gotta I gotta really think about this. Froze you won't see I feel like that's the key right here. Froze you won't see me. I think I know it. <gasps> I guess, right? Yeah, you guess, but I think I know it. Can I guess now? You want me yeah, to yeah. should I guess now no, no. or should we should should we should I read you yours and then we could do ours at the end? Because I don't know how the answers are split up though. Oh right. He might have said second answer first or if they're right next to each other yeah i really couldn't tell you so let me read you let me read you his second one all right deal that way we can see both answers at the same time without risking one of them okay exactly and for the record Devin was like too easy all right here's a harder one so good luck oh come on <laughs> all right it's team effort whatever okay here we go survive a hit from sparky but all die to a spell survive a hit from sparky but all of them die to a spell all die to a spell mm-hmm like that's like a specific spell survive a hit from sparky but all die to a spell so i don't you're not figuring out a spell right i'm gonna do some deductive reasoning if, if there's one thing i've learned from last riddle we need to deduct some reasoning mm -hmm. if it survives a hit from sparky it's either a tanky troop or it has a shield right but he says all so that can't be a tanky troop. So it needs to have a shield. So it, it can't be a dark prince. Hmm. So it's, I think guards. Ooh, that was a good guess. I was going to say royal recruits. But we were, you know, I was thinking about the shield, not necessarily the health. Because I was thinking a poison may Oh my gosh, it could be all, both. Right? It could be both. Mm-hmm. It could be both. Well, this is yours. So I'll let you pick your answer. Oh, oh no, 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 no. All die to a spell. So you're not going to be able to kill all the royal recruits ever with the spell. Mm, yep. And if there's one thing we learned from the last round of riddles, we didn't read enough. Deductive reasoning. I'm going to go with guards. So what's your answer for the first one? I think context clues says guards. I think you're right. I think for me, I'm going to say the Tesla Tower. I think it fits perfectly. Wow. Did you not think of that? What were you thinking? No. Wait, maybe I'm wrong. I was thinking skeletons. Ooh, but why wouldn't I see them if I freeze them? Because if you them? freeze them, they die. Oh, that's so funny. And if they're rose, like if, if they are summoned because the witch summons them, then they attack you. Mm, mm -hmm. But I could be totally wrong. I like your Tesla tower better. You do? I do. It's the only thing that rises up in the game. That's other than a graveyard. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so that has skeletons. 
This is fun. Okay, so I'm going to say guards, and you're going to go with Tesla. I think your first answer is the best. I think I'm going to have to go with Tesla, because I, th I think it's right. Okay, let's do it. I think it's more right than the other ones, but I love the other answers, too. I agree. I agree. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, here we go. So, so guards and Tesla. Yeah, or Tesla and okay. guards, depending on... Right, right, right. Here we go. Yes! Yes! Let's go! Wow! Holy moly, we got both. All right. Look, so and he, he says, look... He says, uh, for the guards, he says, shield enables the survival of Sparky Hit, but they will all, and underlined all, die to a poison. Only some of the royal recruits would die to a poison. Wow. Dude. Dude. See, I'm glad that he corrected us on the last riddle because I would not have gotten that right. No, I agree with you. And then we probably could have bounced back and forth way longer between the skeletons, graveyard, and Tesla. I love it. Wow. I love... Devin, can I just say, I love you, man. I love that you included an explanation for why that's the answer. That totally helps us so much because now we don't feel like idiots. <laughs> totally agree. Oh, that was so good. A holiday meta check from Lloyd Christmas himself. He says, why has Supercell not incorporated a troll or Viking card into the game? That's kind of like a barbarian. Like Valkyrie is like a Viking and so is the barbarian. Elite Barbarians, that's kind of like a Viking. Both both of those are like Vikings. They're similar to Vikings, yeah, but maybe he wants guys that, like, pull a shield off their back and, like, hold it out or something. And also, a troll technically has... I mean, if I'm going by, like, a troll from, let's say, Harry Potter, the troll had a giant club. So maybe maybe that's what he's looking for, like a giant troll that has a big beaten club thing that it just whacks <laughs> stuff with. Although, the goblin giant kind of looks like a troll. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, I think I think I think there are things similar to it but not called that. I want a troll. I'm I'm with him. I want a troll. Do you? I do. I want a troll that flings boogers because it's a troll and they're dumb and that's all they do and they have a clobbering stick of some kind and you know, don't let that thing near a building. The bowler's kind of trolly. Ooh, that's really true. Bowler is like a purple trolly looking dude. He bowls. He does So a bowl. bowling troll. A troller bowler. Troller bowler. Oh, yeah. We can rhyme. A biking Viking. I mean. Vikings didn't have the luxury of a bike. What if it was a trolling Viking? Ooh. And the entire match, the entire match, it just said dad jokes. <laughs> yeah. That would actually be amazing. It just stays like in the middle of the arena by the river and just like tells dad jokes. That's all it, that's literally all it does? How, is it free to put it in the arena? No, nah, it costs 10. 10. Okay, and you, can't, and you yeah. can't mirror it. No, you can only have one dad on the arena at a time. That's true, yeah. And we just, like, look at the troops go by and, hey, got to crack a couple eggs to make an omelet, Battle Ram. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yep. There's a, there's, that's, there's, if there's a way to get our dad into Clash Royale, that's how we would do it. Hey, goblins, put an egg in your shoe and beat it. I'm, I never, I'm like Abe Lincoln, I never lie. Hey, archers, make, like, a tree and leave. Yeah, well, I mean, that sounds like Biff Tanner from, uh, Back to the Future. Yeah. Although Dad did get a cane. Well, not a cane, but like one of those shoehorn things for Christmas, and it looks like Biff's cane. It does. It's pretty solid. I'm not going to lie. Boom. Boom. That's it, man. Meta check complete. The last meta check of 2018. The last 2018 meta check in the books. You know what else is going to be the last of 2018? Tell me. We got some chests. Yeah, we do. So, I have a crown chest and a singular big dog. I have a crown chest and two big dogs. Oh, I need to take a victory lap. I cannot believe that we're going to end 2018 with you starting first. Yep. That's amazing. Let me tell you how excited I am. What a late Christmas present this was. Man. Maybe. Or maybe it's like coal in your stocking. If you don't get any legendaries and it's just a... A thud, you know? I like that. I don't want that to happen, but I like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I go first. Unwillingly, I will open my crown chest first. Against Joe's better judgment, he will go first. Here we go. 1,020 gold. Nice. Two gems. Okay. Five Valkyrie Viking girls. Ooh. Seven elixir pumps. All right. 57 rascals and one little lonely 
sad <laughs> clone spell. Man, not what you were expecting? Not what I wanted. Yeah, all right. Well, my turn, you ready? I'm ready. Crown chest. <laughs> 1,105 gold. Why do you get more than me? Because the game likes me better. How much was it? How much did you get? 1,105. Wow. Yeah. Two gems. Nice. Mm-hmm. 18 zaps. Zippity zap. Don't, don't talk, talk back. back. 39 snowballs. Giant ones. Too bad nobody uses it. Well, yet. Right. Ooh, I got a troll. Hmm? Bowler? Nope. Goblin giant. Nice. Yeah. And last but not least, why this was last, I have no idea. 12 zappies. Is that a zippity zap don't talk back to? It certainly is. Zippity zap don't, don't talk, talk back. back. I don't understand why it was last. Why wouldn't the epic be last? Well, sometimes you have to expect the unexpected because otherwise you would never not expect anything. Does that make sense? I don't, I don't even know what you were trying to say, but I, I like it. I like, I'll Thanks. go with it. I'm going with just, the flow. I'm rolling, dude. This is, this is slap happy, Rob. Great. Next up is my giant chest. That's your first chest? Uh, yep. Nice. Are you ready? Yeah, man. Let's do it. 2,772 gold. Nice. 10. Hograda. Hey, oh. 109 Tesla Towers. Ooh, which, if you didn't know, Rose, you won't see it, and Rose, you, you won't, won't flee, flee it. it. <laughs> 137 Bombers, and last, but certainly not least, 52 Royal Hogs. Ooh, good. I thought you were going to say Royal GG. Nah. All right, you done? Yep. Okay, I see your giant chest and I match you a giant chest. Hey, nice. Except, you know, my giant chest is a little bit bigger than your giant chest, regardless of what you think. You, uh... Try 1v1. 2,772 gold. Same exact number that I said, Rob. Just how giant is your giant chest compared to mine? I may eat my words faster than I imagine. 36 minions. Hmm, you better hope this chest has a legendary in it. <laughs> How many bombers did you get? Mm. Do you remember? 137? Oh, no, you beat me. I got 101. I was like, oh, maybe he got 100. <laughs> That's another check for Joe. Yep. Great. Striking out. 110 cannons. And you know what's funny? My stack is full, so I got a lot of gold. Nice. Yeah. My new New Year's resolution is to not play Clash Royale anymore. <laughs> well, I just got nice 61 bomb towers. Well... It could be worse, Rob. Yep. It could be raining. It may be raining. I don't know. I haven't gone outside. Well, you should You should get out sometime. Maybe that's why this chest was bad. I agree. This may be my least favorite chest I've ever opened on the show. Uh, I've certainly had worse. They contained Royal Giants, E-Barbs, and Sparkies, probably. It's a valid point. Is it my turn? Yeah. Wow, that was a really bad chest. <laughs> <laughs> Man... I keep you around for encouragement. You don't do that. No, 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 no. It's it's setting you up for the better chest next time. <laughs> I, feel, I feel that. All right. That's what we're going for? 2019 hope. That's what I went with. Yep. Hope for when when 2018 has no further hope <laughs> in sight. You look, look to 2019. Look forward to the next year. <laughs> <laughs> I see your giant chest and I match getting Ray's <laughs> to a magical chest. Call that the old hat trick. Are you ready? I'm ready. 1,408 gold. Nice. Three tombstones, which I'm currently trying to max out, and I need 70 more to max. That's it? Yep. Wow. 30 royal giants, 31 cannons, six musketeers, nine zippity-zap, don't talk back, zappies, Nice. Eight rage spells. All right. <gasps> no way. Spinning, 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 spinning. The princess. Boom! Dude! <laughs> wow! Dude! 
dude! I thought you were a lion. We got a legendary. I'm I'm lost for words that that's how we ended the last chest opening. There's only one way to ball, Rob, and that's hard. Hardball? No, ball hard. Oh, right. It's like a basketball reference. Like, oh, which I would never hard. get. Why would I ever get that? All right, let's let's try a different one. Okay. There's only one way to brawl. Like a star. Hard. <laughs> brawl hard. Brawl hard. <laughs> that should be Bull's reference when he comes out. No, when he comes out, he should just be like, raw hard. Raw hard. El Primo is still my favorite. El Primo's the best, man. He just goes, El Primo! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how we started talking about Brawl Stars, but I love because, it. Because uh, Supercell's on the mind all day, every day. Boom. Well, that's the chests. We closed out 2018 with a legendary legendary. With a boom. With a boom. Mm-hmm. You feel good about it? Oh, I feel fantastic. How do you feel? I know I feel great about it. Wow, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so we're done with that, right? Yep. Yep. All right. So let's move on to our deck spotlight. Deck spotlight. And this deck is called Dance with Dragons. Ooh. And it's a 4.3 average elixir cost deck that contains the Golem, the Electro Dragon, the Baby Dragon, the Night Witch, the Lumberjack, Barbarian Barrel, Poison, and the Tornado. So, Joe. How do we play this Game of Thrones-inspired deck? All right, man. So this deck is the number one deck that's currently being used in the holiday tournament. By the time that this episode is released, it will have been over at that point, right? Right. But the number one guy that is currently sitting at 100 wins and two losses is using this exact deck. I'm excited. So we know it works. Clearly know it works by people much better than us. Right. But... Maybe if they can get 100 wins, we can get more than 13. <laughs> Maybe. That would be helpful. <laughs> Maybe, right? Mm-hmm. So this deck is your typical, yet different, Golem Beatdown style deck. It's got the three cards or four cards you'd expect to see in a Golem Beatdown deck, which is the Golem, the Night Witch, the Rage, and the Baby Dragon. But the other four cards are kind of like wild cards. It's a unique set of cards that you don't always find together. And that's the Tornado, the Poison, the Barbarian Barrel, and the Electro Dragon. Ooh. The difference between this deck and other Golem Beatdown style decks is that this one allows you to have tremendous control, not only on your side of the map, but on your opponent's side of the map as well. Typically, you just may defend with one or two troops one or two times, but the goal of normal Beatdown style decks is to just drop the Golem in the back Develop the push to as big as you possibly can, then use your biggest spell to clear the map, or use a tornado to pull everything in. This one is kind of like a mix of both. And the goal is actually to not drop the golem in the back to start your push. To start your push, you're going to want to drop the night witch in the back on either side of the map. And you do this because you don't want to commit eight elixir to one side of the map and allow your opponent to punish you on the other side of the map. Yeah, makes sense. So what you do is you drop the Night Witch in the back first. Once she gets to the corner of your archer tower, if your opponent hasn't committed to the opposite lane, you can then drop the golem right in front of her at the corner of that archer tower. What this will do is it'll allow the Night Witch to stay back for three seconds while the golem deploys. Generate a little bit more elixir, slow the push down, and also generate maybe a couple more bats on the way up. It's a safer way to start your golem push than committing eight elixir in the back. Once that's down, you just sit and wait. Your opponent's going to have to defend. So at that point, you choose what's your best option. Do you want to choose another ground troop with the lumberjack and commit the rage spell, you know, the rage spell carrying machine right. to the map? Or do you want to do something a little bit more safe, like throw down your baby dragon if they're throwing down some squishy troops to defend or throw down the electro dragon if they're throwing out maybe one or two tanky troops that you just want to lock in place to control that side of the map allow your golem to get past all of those the choices are endless with this deck 
you can barbarian barrel, you can tornado, you can poison. At the end of the day, depending on which troops they put out, you're going to want to throw out something that counters it. So, if you throw down the baby dragon, well, there's a good chance that you're probably going to want to combine that with the tornado. Mm. And when you tornado everything, you're going to want to tornado them right on top of your golem. That way you get splash damage from the tornado, splash damage from the baby dragon, and splash damage from the golem itself when it explodes. Barbarian Barrel is pretty self-explanatory. You can either use this on defense if you don't want to commit too much elixir, or cycle a card to get to your next one. Or you can use it on your opponent's side of the map if they have a dark goblin, or goblin gang, or very rarely you'll probably see something like skeleton army. It just wipes all those out, right? But a great use for the Barbarian Barrel is if you can pick off your opponent's DPS threat, like a musketeer or a wizard, to prevent them from killing your golem. So at 4.3 average elixir cost, this deck is heavy. It's not the heaviest deck in the world, but it's pretty heavy, especially when you don't have a pump to help you generate offensive resources, which is why it's crucial to not start the push with the golem in the back because you'll be very slow on getting your own elixir back and it's a heavy commitment and your opponent, if they're good, will probably take advantage on the opposite side. Spending small amounts of elixir to commit to a lane then drop the golem down, again, at the front corner of the archer tower, will allow you to get the most value with this deck. Oh, and by the way, you typically want to attack the same lane that your opponent is, because if you have to commit different elixir to different lanes, it's clearly too heavy to work. <laughs> that's a good point. So that's it, man. This deck is fantastic. I wish that I could have watched more games with this guy playing it, you know, in the, goal, in the global tournament. But, I mean, it is a three-crown specialty kind of deck. Um, it's hard to play. I've tried it. It's not easy. It's not like you just throw these cards down and all, you know, all of a sudden you just, you know, you're winning games. Um, you got to be able to prevent some elixir from dealing, you know, use some elixir to be able to defend your towers while not dying, but at the same time not overcommitting to defense and allow yourself to have the offensive elixir to generate a push. Finding that balance is going to be key in whether you win or lose. It took me about 15 games before I started to truly feel comfortable with this deck. Mm -hmm. Again, not because I'm not good at beatdown decks, just because this one's a little bit different. It's not like your lightning beatdown deck. <laughs> um, Fair. It, it's got a little bit of everything, and once you get used to that, it really packs a tremendous punch. Yeah. No, dude, I, I like this deck. This is pretty sick. Yeah, so that's it, man. Give it a give it a try and let me know how it works, but you know, don't get frustrated from the first couple of losses because uh, it'll all work out in the end. You know what I mean? Boom. I can't get frustrated. No, that's your New Year's resolution. Exactly. That's right. So just play it until you just become the happiest person in the world. That sounds like a great idea. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. We're, we're there now. We have arrived. Rob is now happy. Yeah, this is, this is blissful, Rob. <laughs> we have arrived. <laughs> oh, and that's it, man. I cannot believe that this is the last episode, like, right at the end of 2018. It is. 2018 was a good year, man. You know, we, uh... We were rocking. We were rolling. We were wheeling and dealing. We were moving and grooving. Hipping and hopping. High flying. Limousine. Well, no, nah, we didn't really ride in any limousines, but... Well, symbolically we did, so we were limousine riding, I baby. Guess. Let's go! <laughs> yep. That's exactly what we did via the audio way. Via the audio way. <laughs> and that is the way. That is the way. Um, so, I mean, since we have nothing else, we look forward to seeing everybody in 2019, right? That's going to be fun. We have a lot of stuff planned. Do we? Well, we have at least one thing planned. What? Our 100th episode. Oh my gosh, I totally forgot. That is a big thing planned. So long as we don't take many vacations, we should theoretically hit it. Uh, and if you'd like to see that schedule, or at least a preview of it, you can join our Discord at castrealpodcast.com slash discord. Uh, and that's also the way that you can join our clans because we always post when there's open spots and they are available. Um, and plus, you can talk to us. That's right. And as always, if you'd like to reach out to us on Twitter, you can do so by using the handle at podcastroyale. Right. And also, don't forget to check us out on Instagram. Just search castroyalepodcast, all one word. And as always, you can find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash castroyalepodcast. 
Right. And we always say this every episode, but the number one way you can help us reach more people is by leaving us an iTunes review. But also, if you use a different podcast app to listen to our show and it allows you to rate, comment, review, like, star, thumb up, whatever, please do it because it more than likely will help us on that particular platform. Boom. Boom. Uh, And finally... Big shout out to clnsmedia.com for hosting our show on their site. If you're looking for the most recent episodes, you can find them there. And if you're looking for any new podcasts, you can also check those out there as well. And a huge shout out to Mint Mobile for sponsoring tonight's episode and the last episode of 2018. And Joe, that's it, man. We're done. The next time you hear my voice will be 2019. Well, the next time I hear your voice will be tomorrow. Or later. Or definitely later. Maybe later, when we're playing Brawl Stars. <laughs> definitely <laughs> while playing Brawl Stars. So really, you're talking to everybody else. I'm talking to literally everybody but Joe. Yeah, so right. I will speak to everyone, and Joe will speak to everyone in 2019. We hope everybody has a really happy, healthy New Year's. Stay safe. Don't do anything Joe and I wouldn't do, which gives you a lot of options. And when in doubt, mm-hmm. boom. Always boom. Someone somewhere needs to yell boom right after screaming Happy New Year. Before the flood of kisses and hugs. Yeah, you know how like some people kiss and hug? Why not just say boom? Just put your hand on their shoulder, look them dead in the eye, smile a little bit like a smirk, like you're going to say something clever, and then just hit them with the boom. Yeah, and w- well, you got to accompany the, the, the small smirk and smile with, with like a, a little... Up- a upward like head a nod. little head shake, yeah. yeah like an upward little head, head nod. up and down. Yeah, 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 like you're acknowledging their existence for the next year. While staring directly into their soul. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then say them with the boom, baby. I can't wait to do this. <laughs> Me too. I got to pick like someone unexpected and just do it. Yeah. It's going to be really fun. We challenge anyone else to do something similar. But until that happens, we will see you next time for another hodgepodge of everything. Hodgepodge of everything. Boom, boom, boom. boom. Bye. Bye. Bye.